Welcome to Coopercast, an Odds and Ends episode. This is your host, Al's boxcar, John Sachs. This episode combines three segments that were too short to go out on their own. First, Al talks about how one of his favorite musical ideas didn't make it into New Morning, but will be included on his box set. Then we goof on the idea of a mashup of remaining Beatles and Stones. And then Al talks about how he is back in contact with Judy Collins, a dear friend of his for many years. After each segment, Nearly the Dog adds a brief thought of her own. I mean, there's two kinds, and and it's best to be both kinds. And the two kinds are? Great readers uh-huh. and great maker-upper of things. Improvisers. Yeah. I was not a great reader. Right. So uh, I did what I heard in my head. Right. And and uh, people liked it. But for the Dylan sessions, th- there was no written music. put. There were no charts put in front of them, right? They just took the wrong no, notes. No, 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 never. Never, right. Yeah. I mean, unless uh, on the box set, um, I got permission to use uh, 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 from New Morning uh, sign on a window. Yeah, I put um, a, a string section on it, and that had had to be orchestrated. Well, I mean, I orchestrated it, but but it never got used. Right, right. But I got permission to use it on the box set well, on, cool. on my box set. Yeah, that's coming out, and. Uh, and that was great to be able to do that because uh, I was very sad that it didn't come out on the record. Yeah. Because it was, you know, probably one of the better things I did in my life. Mm. Mm. Which is what I tried to do with the box set was get stuff like that released so people could hear it. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it it pained me that some of this stuff never came out. Well, we hope that the lawyers untangle and somebody... No, no, it's, it's you know, I got the permission directly from Jeff Rosen. Right, for that. But the whole box set as a whole is still in process. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, by the way, here's a piece of trivia that showed up today. The Rolling Stones are short, a drummer, and a bass player because, you know. Bill Wyman retired. And and, and Charlie Watts died. Right. The Beatles only have a drummer and a bass player left. <laughs> so if, if they got together to do a concert. That ain't going to happen. I can't see it. McCartney and... Uh, McCartney and uh, and and Anyb- Jagger are and, and anybody. McCartney and Jagger are just from the opposite sides of the world. Although I did read in Keith's autobiography when he was living on an island in the Caribbean that McCartney would wander down the beach with his guitar and they would sit and play together. So it has happened. Mm-hmm. They. They couldn't play Stones and they couldn't play Beatles, but they could play Chuck Berry songs together. I think that would be good. I could see that. In fact, they should do that. Call call them up, would you? What's wrong with the Chuck Berry records? No, well, nothing's wrong with the Chuck Berry. But it, all I'm saying is if 
McCart- if, if those guys got together to do a concert, that 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 fifties rock and roll would that ain't gonna happen. I know it's not gonna happen. Well, it could happen. No, it couldn't. No, because <laughs> egos. Yeah, yeah. McCart- McCartney and Jagger on the same stage. Just, I mean, for one thing, they're oil and water. They're just their whole concept of what music is is so different. But they both dug early rock and roll, Chuck Berry. And- well, I saw her standing there as pretty great. Yeah. In the same way that the Stones are great. Right. So there, there is some commonality for them to get together. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, Judy, um, I, I just found Judy again. We we drift away for a while, right, and then we come back. Yeah, so we're now uh, talking vociferously, uh, albeit email. She's on the road still. Yeah, she big, did a big tour, time. Though. She did a tour not long ago with Steve Stills, mm-hmm. who you also have history with. So yeah, yeah. Well, I think they they used to date also, right. And the good thing was we were always platonic. Right. Always. Yeah. We never crossed that line. Yeah. And I'm really glad. Yeah. Because it keeps it in a pure friendship vein. So there's more trust involved if there's no, you know, it doesn't get messy. But I I uh, I would stay at her place a lot. Yeah. And, uh... And we and we we spent a lot of time together. Did you play together? Or just pick up guitar and just play. Sometimes. Yeah. And uh, uh, and I might have played on an album or two of hers. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But the thing that sticks out in my memory was the friendship was really good. Yeah. And it was platonic. Well, there's a scene in your book where you talk about having just gotten to the end of your rope, and just sort of freaked out and she brought you back to sanity i mean it's in the book and uh, always struck me as a really good example of the level of friendship between you and she followed you off into the woods when she could see you were flipping out and calmed you down and it's really it's in the book yeah think- she's, a, she's a great person i'm i'm glad to have her uh back in my life again uh, albeit by telephone and email. I used to listen to her voice and I think to myself, how can such a pure sound come out of a human? You know what I mean? Her her voice was so, just to me, just pure. Well, she's a great gal. She's still a great gal. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that I'm reunited with her, albeit by email and telephone. Yeah. This has been Coopercast, an odds and ends episode brought to you by Mick McCartney. Submit questions for Al at alcooper.com on the Coopercast page.